Welcome to Underqualified Thoughts, where two brothers-in-law have conversations stemming from their daily lives. Expect authentic, relationship-building discussions that time-capsule the early years of these podcasters' families, careers, and pastimes. Alright guys, so welcome back to the sixth episode of the Underqualified Thoughts podcast. Um, There's been a lot of change in the past two weeks, um, and certainly we're Moving through the holiday seasons with Thanksgiving just now, um, I think that's. The, I thought you were the, about to say we're moving through the holiday no, seasons no. with Thanksgiving. With I was Thanksgiving, like, wow, yeah. so eloquent. With Thanksgiving being the last one, and um, I guess we were just talking about it before we started this podcast. I think today's topic for all those people that want a very specific, clear topic that whoever you may be, whoever you may be, uh, is that we want to talk about how our lives were up ended in the past two weeks. Um, I am personally a man of structure, and Andy is not. But we're going to talk about that this uh, on this episode. Have you seen the Fresh Prince of Bel Air or so, heard the theme song? Ironically, I, I have heard the song. My brother brought it up to me yesterday. Which I've one? never Luke? seen the show, Luke. Yeah. Um, there's a a line in the in the theme song where he says, "My life got flipped, turned upside down." Oh yeah, yeah. I, I know that was that. that was our last two weeks. Yep. For a lot of different reasons. So so where do we start? Ten days, am I right? Ten days. <laughs> that did not happen. So so let's just recreate the scene. We were on the way to um, Pam Harrison's house for a... Hey, no last names. Pam's house. <laughs> our mother-in-law. Our mother-in-law's house um, for like the last get-together for Caitlin and Andy um, before what, their pregnancy. That's what makes it even more... Like ironic, and because now we're well, not we're ironic. Sitting, it was just yeah. more on the nose because, yep, it was Thursday night, and then Friday was the last normal day of the rest of our lives because Caitlin's water broke Saturday morning at six a.m. and little Lily showed up at two thirty in the morning. Congrats, Sunday. Oh, congrats. Well, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah, they, they'll have already heard the congratulations when you know you include the voicemail at the start oh, yeah, of the podcast. Yeah. Yep. That was gold. So yeah, baby was born three days, three after days that, after of ten. So basically a week early. Yeah, um, which isn't crazy. And honestly, for our our life and our schedule, that made it easier. Like if she had gone a week or two late, you know, it would have just been right before Thanksgiving, and that would be crazy. That would have been that would have made this week even more chaotic. Obviously, this week was it wasn't that chaotic because you know now we're one of six babies in the the extended cousin mm-hmm. family tree. Uh, so there's a lot of moms around to take care of Lily so that I was able to, you know, step away, have conversations with you and other people and not have to be tending to a child at all times. So Andy's a second, third week parent now, I guess entering third week. Tomorrow will be, cause today's Saturday. Tomorrow will be the third week. Yep. So Andy's a second, third week parent now. 20 days under the belt. Um, seasoned veteran at this point absolutely have everything under control he says with a a huge cloud of sarcasm hanging over it but I mean obviously that upended life that you just I mean you're no longer just you and Caitlin and you weren't before but like now the baby's like conceptualized like the baby's there she's real she's real I can touch her she moves well I mean that happened a few times in the womb but and she'll cry Oh, Which, she'll cry. Um, I was in disbelief that Andy's child, Lily, um, had the ability to cry because, <laughs> well, so okay, so so a week after the pregnancy, y'all went to a wedding. 
I didn't see Lily cry at all. Well, you didn't. Were you not there for the meltdown at the end? No, I mean Lily was just kind of there, like she wasn't. You must have missed. Was she, she crying? The reason we left early. Well, that was around the time we were planning to leave, but the the reason we were leaving in a hurry at that stage was because she was having a meltdown. The baby was. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't. I didn't. I was just hanging out. I was just there. I I didn't hear the screaming. And I didn't hear the screaming until um, when? When did you call me? Yesterday. It's, it wasn't like, like evening. Five o'clock, uh, six. O'clock? Yeah, it was after you had already you had already come over for lunch and left. Yeah, uh, I think it was probably after dinner. But yeah, we had made jokes about me calling you at two or three in the morning because you were like, "I swear that baby doesn't scream at all." And I was like, "Oh, you want to hear that baby scream? <laughs> I'll give you a call when that baby's screaming at three in the morning and leave you a voicemail." Uh, yeah. So so Andy calls the baby screaming, and I give him like two seconds of airtime and hang up. And <laughs> you were like, "All right, and, all right, all right." And the reality struck: the baby is real. The baby can scream, and I just I see that as like the iconic problem with the baby like you, you got to help the baby stop crying bring it back to happiness um or at least at, peace at peace something um and that that could take us down a whole rabbit trail of like depravity and sin and selfishness <laughs> talk about things we're underqualified yeah. <laughs> to talk about whether or not a child is uh doing this on purpose or not yeah at what point does the child start sinning um free will you know that sort of thing um but no, I thought it was actually pretty fun to see Andy and um, his wife, Caitlin, mm, embrace this. Yeah, context. Embrace this new journey with uh, with Lily, and it's certainly a big struggle, uh, but it's also a big joy. So, Andy, talk to us about what, like, what are the current struggles? Um, as much as you'd like to share to the millions of people listening to this, <laughs> the millions, the millions, and um, subtract nine hundred and. Ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety. Ninety. We're probably at ten people listening. We'll count later. Anyway, yeah. So, what what are the current struggles, and then what are also the current joys? I mean, there's a lot on both sides. I think just the overarching thing is at this stage, the joys outweigh the struggles. And from what I've heard from other parents, that's going to continue. Obviously, there can be extreme situations where you have, you know, the little hellion kid. In the rebel phase will be really frustrating. And then that would be more like pain than joy. But overall, I think there's set to be more joy. I think I told you this. So just to give the overarching journey with Lily thus far is when she was born, I didn't have like an overwhelming sense of excitement for her being there. Like my happiness was for Caitlin. Like when Lily was born, I watched her be delivered. They put her on Caitlin's chest and Caitlin's like crying, tears of joy, so happy. And I was happy that Caitlin was so happy. And then because it was so late in the night and that labor was 21 hours, I was just like, I just want to go to bed. And I fell asleep on the floor in the hospital room because uh, your wife and our mother-in-law were there helping us, which was an amazing amount of help. Uh, but they were like on the couch. And so I was like, I'm just sleeping on the floor. I'm going to bed. I didn't, then it wasn't until like eight in the morning. So I guess five and a half hours after she was born until I held her for the first time. And then holding her for the first time was cool. And then we had skin to skin contact where she was just in a diaper and I laid her on my chest. And that is when the, the chemical connection began. 
and I started really caring for her. And then, you know, the first few days in the hospital, like doctors are coming in and checking her and she's like screaming at everything because everything is new. Like even screaming at the real things, like when she got like a shot or something and screaming when we're, when they're just like changing her diaper or like checking her bones to make sure that they're, you know, all one piece and all that stuff. Um, And it, it was shocking how quickly you go from feeling an intense amount of pain and frustration that your baby's crying to then like, You'd be like, oh no, oh my goodness, my baby's crying to, oh no, my baby's crying uh, <laughs> again. Because um, yeah, she cries a ton. But what's been really, the the highlight is how well she's bonded to Caitlin, how well I've bonded to her, and how much blessing we have experienced from the community around us. Um, Because I went to Walmart a couple of days after just to get some some like little things that we needed for the house. And like some snacks and stuff. But because of the meal train that we have from our church, like I didn't, I wasn't having to buy like real groceries or think about making food and all that stuff, um, which was a tremendous blessing. And yeah, I mean, just the hardest part is like the hardest part is the middle of the night. Just when she, you know, when she has to eat every hour or every other hour in the middle of the day, you're already awake, you're going about your day. It's not that big of a deal. But when you're trying to sleep and every hour, or every other hour she's waking up, you're just like, oh my goodness, please go to sleep. <laughs> hmm. Well, I do think if there was any takeaways that any time anyone is going through a big change, <clears throat> the biggest thing that will help that change is support um, and having that group of people that can you can lean into. Um, this seems like a good jumping off point for my own little story. Ooh. Ooh. And then we'll kind of summarize. Yeah, and at some point in here you can do like an ad read about like how good community is for the soul. Yeah. Live, laugh, love, grateful, thankful, blessed. All that jazz. <laughs> Your mind's turning. You're thinking of how you can do it. I, I actually didn't I, I I didn't include okay, so let's come back to that. Remind me of this one after I finish. Especially because of how the commercial went in episode yes, five. That's is exactly that what we're talking what about. <laughs> okay. Because Let's see, that was, okay, okay, so two weeks ago, right? Um, thought we were coming back to this. You, yeah, we are, we're, watch this. So, <laughs> so, or, you had your child. Yes. Um, I normally edit these podcasts Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. and then we release them Monday. So you can, oh wait, so you can slap them <clears throat> on Monday. That's right, that's right. Um, I need to have a better procedure for that because, inevitably something happens and I'm not able to get to it. Um, and I really do like having them done by Monday evening, afternoon. I forget what the timeline is on this, but essentially it was Monday, um, two weeks ago, and we had a family emergency, me and my wife. And the reason why episode five is kind of not well done <laughs> is because of that. I was just slapping it out. Um, it was one of those family emergencies that I... I didn't have any control over, but I had to be around. So we left work. Uh, we came back to the house, and we were just waiting for the answers from people and whatnot. Long story short, that's why episode five has like a random, the random commercial in the very middle that is like where the audio of us yeah, talking isn't cut out. I I just left it in there, and it was tragic. Um, I think it was funny, but I think th- and that that whole like family emergency deal lasted for like a solid three or four days, just kind of ups and downs, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, But arguably the best um, 
like support there was once again the family for us um we didn't like broadcast what was going on to everyone in this case we're not even going to talk about what it is but it was just rewarding to be able to have such a strong family connection that you know you can communicate those things with um and know that they have your back and in this case church is another great example for mm-hmm. for all the the what do they call it a fan um, train, meal, train. Meal, meal train yeah for when the baby comes um so here we are here we are any more decompressing to do about the emergency or are we jumping jumping right into the the pod we'll jump the past pods we'll go ahead and jump um we're at like minute let's see 12 13 oh um, plenty of time yeah so then we'll we'll go ahead and wait what's our what's our strategy for the next 10 20 minutes i mean what we know i'm gonna do i think we just flip the order just talk about oh, did we did we flip the order yeah oh we did yeah, because normally we riff about the past podcasts yeah. and then we talk about something. But this, you know, we're keeping the people on their toes. That's right. Okay, so guys, just or we sh- we're showing that there are certain life circumstances that are more important to talk <laughs> about than just useless banter about our podcast. Yeah. So maybe we'll. Uh, I don't know. We're figuring it out. I just want to touch on this real quick. Let's just reiterate. I'll say my purpose for this podcast, and you can show your purpose for this podcast. And then, you mean like as a whole or this episode? For you, the whole thing. Okay. The whole shebang. Because I just, I want to emphasize that it's, it's, let me just share what I believe this is all about. And especially because our origin story is already muddied because you and I have different ideas of how this started. Yes, I agree. Okay, so, and this, this will help us talk about the last podcast. Mm-hmm. The last two. I, I, I believe this podcast right now is fundamentally time capsule something to do with Andy which I, I would say that our relationship has grown through it am I wrong I mean you text me a lot more chaotically than you ever used to which apparently is a sign of our relationship getting better <laughs> yes because I explain these I, I like every now and again I'll read these chaotic text messages out loud and your wife just goes ah so you're getting them now too. So could one theorize that one has a quote close relationship with Caleb if he texts sporadically to you? Yes, but not if you text in general because you know you're texting strangers because your number's now out there. Yeah. <clears throat> um yeah. Anyway, so and then and then lastly if we can bring so so it's kind of you said time capsule time It's with arguably me. a little bit selfish for both of us and then hey, if, speak for it, yourself. It, it, what I, I would say it's like it's us. We're trying to figure stuff in life out, and we're sharing it to you. And if you happen to get um, encouragement or value from it, then that's great. Yeah. What about you? Ah, uh, yeah. What about me? No, it was. One, I was setting up one of those like classic sitcom banters where it's like, "Speak for yourself," and it's like, "Oh, what do you say?" And then I say the <laughs> exact, exact same, same thing. thing. <laughs> um, because it's pretty similar. Yeah. The I'm not a, not as big on the time capsule vibe as you. I've kind of that was more so your you started you, you, the train there, and I've just and I've jumped I, on I with on you. To it. Uh, yeah, that uh, I could tell that's what you wanted to do, and I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll jump in on this time capsule. Uh, definitely time together is a main reason, and then I think if for all those longtime listeners who listened to episode one, one of the I, name ideas we had was external processing, and that's more yeah. or less what we're doing. Free counseling. Free count. I mean, no, we're <laughs> absolutely not that. What is, what is it called when you just go to a psychologist and you just talk? Therapy. 
Free therapy. With no counsel given. No counsel given. No unsolicited advice. To be fair, no, nah, there's got to be some unsolicited advice. I think, so that's funny. I think that's one of my pet peeves is unsolicited advice. But I also think that's like a pet peeve of the world. Like, it's just like generally like people, like you don't want to be told what to do, especially when you're not asking what to do. And so I think it, from my perspective, the, the reason I think this way is because I know I don't like unsolicited advice. But I know I have to be giving unsolicited advice. Like, there's no way I'm just like so well controlled and don't have any thoughts or any judgments on what someone's doing. So, I think that's the classic um, hypocrisy is too strong. But I think it's one of those things that we all do and we all hate when it's done to us. Yeah. Do you agree? Do you yeah, think? I agree. Uh, it's one of those things that you also kind of can you active? Are, are you consciously aware? Do you actively avoid giving unsolicited advice? I do. Do, do you think I do? No, I'm just asking because I, I don't know. Like, I, if I had to think about it, I'd, I'd attention all. If you're listening and I give you unsolicited advice, call me out on it. Call them out and call just me say, out just say, "Hey, like, thanks for your thoughts there. It wasn't asked for." Or just say, "Just move on." Like, <laughs> hit, him with, hit him with a K. Thanks. Um, K. Bye. I don't know. I I know that we all need to be learners and have, um, and we all have valuable contributions to each other. I guess it's just the way we go about giving those thoughts. Yeah, it depends on the relationship you have with the person and the timing of it. Because, like, our spouses give us unsolicited advice all the time, just like we give them unsolicited advice all the time. Yeah. You know, and it's it goes over really poorly when we're frustrated with them or they're frustrated with us. And, you know, you make that under the breath comment mm-hmm. just loud enough that they can hear it, where it's, I wouldn't have done it that way. And then, you know, an argument ensues. Um, versus when, you know, you're having a conversation with them on the couch and they're just processing and venting about things Giving and you're able thoughts. to, yeah, give your thoughts and response to it after have actively listened. Maybe it's just more of a guy thing. I think it's definitely more of a guy thing than a girl thing. I could be wrong about that. Um, but it's easy for someone to be like doing something over there and then another dude just walk up and say, well, this is how I would do it. You know, I, I've been in so many of those situations. I'll be doing something and someone will come up to me like, no, no, no do it this way. Yeah, I don't like. Have you seen that with Caitlin? Ah, I, with McCamey, I can't really. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know if this exactly ties in, but the thought of like girls are mean to each other behind their backs and guys are mean to each other to their face. Maybe, yeah. maybe is the the thread you're hitting on there. But I can't think of specific scenarios. But it's normally um, it's normally an age thing, and it's any age. Like you know, if someone you know, in our parents' generation is more likely to give unsolicited advice to me. And even me at the age of like 27, I'd be more likely to give unsolicited advice to someone who's in college or just out of college. So it's not, it has nothing to do with a massive generation gap. It just has to do with like, if you're any level more experienced than someone, you're just like, you kind of get that little bit of natural pride of like, okay, I've done this before. Yeah. So then circle all the way back to what the point of the podcast is time capsule for you bonding time for the two of us and i think it's just another hobby something to do i did find this interesting and i haven't told this to you yet the first three episodes we filmed when you came Mm -hmm. to our place to do it for whatever reason whatever mental headspace i was in when we were planning to do it i wasn't super excited about doing it 
And then we were when we were ac- mm. then when we were actually having the conversation, like it was an enjoyable conversation. It was actually fun. Yeah. But then after it, I like you know at the, towards the end of the day on Saturday, I was like, I feel like I just wasted mm. like three hours of my day doing that. Like, but then as soon as the podcast episode comes out and I'm listening to it again, then I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. It's like this mm. weird cycle of like. I guess in the beginning, like having to work through the logistics of like, man, I wish this was just easier. Then you get through that. You have an enjoyable time, but then it took longer than you expected or it didn't go as you wanted it to. So then you're like, not regretful, but like, I wish it would have gone better. And then, but then when I see the final product out there, it's like, oh, like it's not perfect, but I love it. And like, these are the parts I love. These are the parts I'm laughing at. And I hate that (laughs) freaking commercial you made about how I want to create the meta about Pam Harrison's coffee. You fiend. You just need to learn how to say those things. Like I could take that whole sentence just now. Yeah, I know. I said them all back to back. But when you say you need to learn not to say those things, you mean (laughs) I need to learn not to say words. Into words a, into a <laughs> recording device where you're then able to chop it up and do whatever you want. I was want shocked how good it sounded too. You make me sick. And even it didn't even sound like it was chopped that bad. <laughs> Kalen was cracking up at it, and I was like, and I think there was like you know when something you know like you know you're gonna find it funny, but like in the moment you're like it's like a little bit annoying. <laughs> I'm like, what does it even mean that I want to create the meta? And she's like, Kalen was like, oh, just give him a break. He's making something. I was like, no, don't give him a break. It doesn't work. Well, um, I did have this thought. It's always important to remember whenever you're starting a project that part of the um, maybe accomplishment of doing the project is completing it, even if it's not perfect. So we, you know, we buy this. We bought this hundred dollar subscription to the uh, podcasting feed that allows us to be able to submit these things to Spotify. So if you want to donate, let me know. <laughs> um, but we're having a podcastathon. It's happening. My phone number is. Um, <laughs> you already know. Go back to episode four and five. <laughs> yeah, just you know me. Text me. Um, anyway, so it's a hundred dollars, and my the rationale there, for a year, right? For a year, it? yeah. And it's just post as much as you want. There's mm-hmm. no limit. Um, so looking, come, so come Beach Week of next year. That's right. You're gonna be episode, episode, like three right. of these episodes. That's right. Um, but I think it's really cool because we'll look back even in a year if we decide not to continue this, or even. I don't know how he feels about um, like just stopping in June or I don't know. The point is, if we just go all the way until the end of that like subscription year, that's just a really cool thing to say. Hey, like we podcasted for a year and we missed like a week or two for holidays or whatever. But or the birth of our children, the birth of kids. <laughs> but like that's just a really cool, a cool project. I feel like done. yeah, it, right now it's too new to be very like boasting about it to complete strangers. But even when I've been going through this interview process and it's like, tell us about a project you've worked on. Like obviously my, the projects I've worked on at my work are, have been more detailed and have more applicable stories from them. But if this continues to go on and we, you know, we have highs, we have lows, we learn things, we improve. It's a really easy story, especially you know, if they if you've already talked about your job and you're like, hey, tell me some of the things you, you do on the side, some things that you're yep. interested in. Something more than just like for me, pickleball. It has it's fun, but it's like this has more a little bit more meaning in a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, pickleball also works, too, because I was thinking like I would have this and rock climbing and, you know, and hmm. yeah. all things. It's you just talk about your struggles, how you've worked to improve and how you now enjoy it because you put the work in. Maybe we save this for a later topic, but. 
with the interview process, I've just been finding, and it ties into the last podcast we had about, I mean, we talked about your career and uh, my career. It just ties into how they, they're always wanting like that solid evidence. And so being able to say, like, it's still there. Go look for it. You know, like that's. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. And we'll see where it goes. Um, well, in our last three, five minutes uh, or so. 35 minutes? Is that three, what I mean? Five minutes. Um, you got to say three to five. Three to five minutes. Three hyphen five. What closing thoughts? I feel like we've we've hit some good topics on this one. Like I, th- I feel like we had a good rehash of the past two weeks. Yeah. Are we filming another? Filming. <laughs> you got me. Are we recording another episode after this? Um, maybe. I mean, I'm open to it. Because if we're recording another so another episode after this, I have more thoughts about our last podcast, and we can also touch on because in your voicemail, mm. you talked about my interview. Oh, and. That's good. Yeah. That interview you asked about was my first interview, and I had a second interview with that same company <clears throat> on Tuesday of this week. Well, let's just do that. Um, do you have right. any closing remarks? I have no closing remarks. Look at that. I think we officially just had our first. No, we did this before. We had. Uh, I think we talked about it when we filmed that or recorded episode four and five. We kind of gave the hook for what episode five would be. Yeah. Um, so maybe this isn't our first hook. So but if you want to, um, if you want to join us in the next podcast, we'll be looking at Andy's career as of this week. Well, and then probably yours, and then we'll also continue and those to rehash the old podcasts. We'll just keep, you know, content creation is all about like recreation, <laughs> just taking the ideas and like and turning re- into something rephrasing else. it. Like, okay, goodbye, everyone. <laughs>